We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now this the black sheep sticking it to him. I need a crib like I'm Gatsby. I need it in hand. Just understand my pockets that deep. With nothing to prove, I ain't got nothing to do. And it can't compete, and I got nothing to lose. You see, they told me I'm the one that's gonna benefit. Guess who's back? He's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's but. The f- you gotta hit the funk flex buttons. The flex bombs, the the everything, bro. Impy is calling in. It's been a while, bro. It's been a minute since we've recorded together, man. Couple of years, I think for sure. Let's go, I think, bro. Right? Yeah, yeah. At least. How you living, man? The people been asking. The people, listen, bro. I mean, you know what it is. You know the vibes. Young Strokes is in the building. The creator of four condom betting is in the building. <laughs> But bro, everybody always asks about you, man, and I'm I'm sure you probably get messages and hit ups about it too. Let the people catch us up on life. How you living? Everything's good, man. You know, excited about the Super Bowl. Excited for the NBA to take over once the Super Bowl's over. My Knicks are riding high. Uh, you know, all all is well right now, especially for me. Um, but yeah, no, excited to be here. Uh, pumped to be on. I got some winners for the listeners, to say the least. Um, you know, let's run it up and, and let's go undefeated. Let's go, man. I, it, it's great to have you back on, bro. Um, I haven't, Thank I haven't, you for having me. Yes, yes. Hey, man, you know, you know the vibes. I mean, like I've told you from day one, open seat always. You just give me the call. We were texting and you were like, yo, let's do, let's do some shit. I'm like, listen, man, I think people will get really excited about a Super Bowl. Propification. That's what we're calling this one. Young props, young strokes, the whole nine, man. I'm happy to have you on. Let's do it. I'm pumped. All right. Now, I gotta say, uh, we've 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 had some success in the past on these, uh, dating back to degeneration bets and then some of the other props Hell that yeah. we've done. We've had some fun with it. Let me ask you this question, bro. We before we we um lock in and have some fun. How you feel about where we're at with sports betting and and just the prop market? We know we know that the Super Bowl always gets a lot of attention. Um, I was talking to Jay Cornegay here in Vegas. He's one of the big odds makers. He's a through a mutual friend, and he said, "Dude, when I first got in this industry, there was about 
20 sheets of props. And like, you know, maybe like 10 to 15 on each sheet. Now there's like 500. <laughs> so like, how do you feel about where we're at with props and just sports betting, bro? I love it. I think uh, the more the more opportunities that there are for the better, uh, it, 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 it's it, the more wagers that the better can place, the, the, the more likely the better has, right? Right. When you have such a limited uh, 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 range of uh, range of options to bet, those numbers are going to be sharper. So I think just simply put, the more options you have, the better, the more likely you are for a, an odds maker to, to hang a bad line. So I think, um, I love kind of the, the openness to it, um, and, and and I hate to say it, you know, I love taking unders in some of these props too, especially for these player props where, you know, the, the overs get steamed up the week leading up to a game. You know, you, you know, you have a lot of opportunity uh, um, to really kind of find some nice value on betting some of these unders, and people hate betting unders. I completely understand the casual better doesn't enjoy betting unders, um, but I do think – um, there's opportunity there, or, or some would call it a proportunity. Um, but nonetheless, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a huge fan of it. Um, and yeah, no, I, I, you know, I have a couple myself here. Um, oddly enough, no unders. Um, but but uh, I'm a big fan of the under better for sure. I, I am an under better for sure. Bro, we've we've talked about this in the past, and uh, I kind of resurface this video all the time. How if you want to bet an over on a prop, bet it the Sunday night of the conference championship games, bet it the Monday and the Tuesday after. If you want to bet those now, right? <clears throat> Some places opened up 68 and a half for Travis Kelsey over receiving yards. Some places now got it at 74 and a half. It'll probably be close to like 10 yards over uh, what it opened at by kickoff, if not more. So I always that's before the Swifties jump on it. That's yeah, before the Swifties as, as, jump on it and the casual betters jump in. Yeah, that's why. If you like overs, bet them shits early. If you like unders, wait until like the national anthem, bro. Like you'll probably get yeah. really good numbers. So I do like that you mentioned that, and that's something we've been harping on in the past. And I kind of just resurfaced that video and that take over and over again. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna have some serious bets. We're gonna have some fun bets, some long shots also. Uh, and we're breaking them down into uh, three categories. Um, and, and that I invented. That well, I invented one of them, at least. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, if you guys follow me on social media, you've seen um, our boy. Our boy, McCaffrey, is in the Super Bowl. And it started with Christian McCaffrey years back. Impy and I were in a fantasy league. And uh, Impy uh, gifted me Christian McCaffrey, ended up winning me the championship in 2019. Shouts to CMC. Well, and it was Le'Veon Bell and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, so yeah, you bought low on D-Hop, and you were still waiting for your, uh, <laughs> for your investment to come back. But, yo, the years after, Impy will hit me up about fantasy, and we talk one night. He's like, yo, who would you take number one? I'm like, yo, I'm taking McCaffrey. And then back-to-back -back years, he gets hurt. So then... Every year since then, I'm like, listen, bro, I know he gets hurt, but the best player in fantasy football is Christian McCaffrey. And Impy has a yeah. thing that if you get hurt, Imp, you ain't touching him. It's too risky. Too it's high value. Too, too, too valuable of a pick to waste it on someone who's injury prone. I, I clearly should have taken McCaffrey first this year. <laughs> I uh, I took, you know, who did I? I don't know. I had like the second pick. I went Jamar Chase over Christian McCaffrey and I instantly regretted it. Um, 
I got so McCaffrey that was my, my folly this year. I got McCaffrey sixth in my league. So there was a lot of people. There was a lot of people that use multiple condoms during like, sex. And that was the joke that we created with Impy. I would hit up Impy and he'd be like, yo, I can't take him because he always gets hurt. And I'm like, dudes that wear multiple condoms during sex don't take McCaffrey number one. So we've broken up the tiers into this, right? We have we have the uh, one condom sex plays, which is plus 200 or less, right? You know, you got to strap up. Yep. You don't want nothing crazy happening. We have the four condom sex plays, which is minus 150 or more. I have a couple of those, right? So these are like, Same. we just want to cash. We just want to see the green check on the apps. And then we got the raw dogs. The raw dogs are like <laughs> no condoms plus 500 or more. And those are the ones that people really like though, right? Like people in the prop market and it's something that I've said in the past, we've agreed on in the past how, listen, man, the worst thing you could bet on is like first TD score because it's only one person that's going to do it, right? It's not like any other prop where it's over or under. It's A, uh, a or B side. And a lot of people yeah. punt their money. But again, I, I say this all the time, bro. Like, I probably punt about $200 a Super Bowl on 10 to $20 props to have fun, to be excited at the yep. bar, to celebrate the opening kickoff getting returned at, like, plus 220, you know, and being celebrating. Yeah. So that's why. These are fun. We understand that there's a lot of, a lot of volatility to them. But as long as you're having a good time and not going too crazy – I think we got a nice little breakdown. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Bet your uh, bet your beer money, not your rent money, as uh, Colin Cowherd says, right? Who is yeah. that, Colin Cowherd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, man, uh, set us off. What, what category do you want to start in? Do you do you want to go safe and work our way to get crazy or what? Yeah, let's let's do that because I I, I want to talk to you about the game. Okay, like, I just want to just like chop it up with you about the game and. And one of my plays is is, is directly correlated, um, you know, to the game. Um, you know, I love correlated, bro. Can I just talk to you about about kind of where the game opened? It opened San Francisco one and a half favorite, got bet up a bit, then it get, then it got back, bet back down almost to a pick 'em, mm -hmm. and now it's kind of it's kind of settling around San Francisco minus two, minus two and a half. I think this is going to be the most cliche conversation people generally have around, around kind of the Super Bowl, but I, I I tend to agree. Do you think the wrong team is favored? Ooh. So this, this kind of reminds me a lot of last year's Super Bowl, where I think the better team is yeah. San Fran, and it was Philly, but the best player on the planet is on Kansas City, and we've seen – what Mahomes can do. Uh, shout out to Empey 2018, 30 to 1, Patrick Mahomes. That's when it started back to back MVPs. Empey was given out. Um, I Lamar think. Lamar as well, the year after? Yeah, the Sorry. year after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, hey, man, those are good. That one was 100 to 1, too. Um, dude, I think the right team is favored. And okay. it's my my whole take has just been best player on the planet versus the best team. And my handicap is very, very comparable to last year. If you go and you listen to the show last year, how I felt about the Eagles Chiefs, it's very similar, bro, if not the exact same of how I feel about this one. So to answer your question, 
I think the right team is favored. And that's why I think it's going to be so intriguing with the Mahomes factor and the Chiefs dynasty. And are you going to bet against Mahomes in this spot? So that's how that's how I feel. How about you? No, I do think the wrong team is favored. Um, okay. Stop me if you've heard this before. Better quarterback, better head coach are on the same side. And, you know, you let me know what you think, but I think the Chiefs are the better defense, yeah. whether it's across the whole season or definitely right now. I mean, you could potentially make the argument, although I would disagree with you, you could maybe make the argument that the Niners defense over the course of the season – maybe you can make the argument that they're better than the Chiefs. I don't necessarily think that, but either way, if you were to kind of sit there and say that, I'd, I, I'd let you finish your comment. You know, I'd let you finish kind of your thought, but I think at this point in time where we are right now, you have the better quarterback, the more seasoned team, the better head coach, and the better defense. To me, it's just all points to Kansas City in this spot. Um, you know, the Niners 0-2 against the spread in the playoffs, and they're now the Super Bowl favorite. Teams in that spot are 0-4 against the spread in the Super Bowl. Um, and just so you know, on the contrary, the Chiefs are 3-0 against the spread in this postseason, headed into the playoffs as dogs. We all know what Andy Reid's record is off the bye. What is it, 31-7 and straight up off the bye? All of these signs, man, it's just pointing towards the Chiefs, and I think I'd be silly to go the other way. Um, you know, you remember when, when we used to do uh, degeneration bets early in the season? I'd always say just just bet the Patriots to be in the Super Bowl, and and you'll you'll find a way to kind of make your money. You know whether you hedge, you know, in the Super Bowl or something along the lines. It, this Chiefs team is turning exactly into that same Patriots team where preseason, whatever the number is, you're probably going to get to five to one, six to one, maybe seven to one, whatever it is. Just blindly bet this Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl, and and. You know, lo and behold, this kind of come true. So, I don't know. I, I just wanted to kind of get your opinion on the game as a whole because I do think that wrong team is favored. But um, can I add something to that? Can I add something to that? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I did a show with Allen. Shouts to Allen. Uh, when the playoffs started. And we kind of did a pro and against each team their chances to win the Super Bowl. And one thing I said for the Chiefs was, bro, I can't stop looking at them being 11-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl right now. That's the highest that they've been all year. And Allen talked me into it. And also, like, I'm not blaming Allen because I felt the same way. I'm like, bro, who's going to make the big play outside of Kelsey? Because my whole take imp was, bro, they're saving Kelsey. And they have been, yeah. right? Like, he's been going crazy yeah. in the playoffs. They're saying they don't care about the Raider game, bro. Like they they don't care about Denver. Nope. Go out there and just block whatever. Don't worry about that, dude. He didn't go over a thousand yards because they rested him in that last game, so they didn't care about the regular season. And I just kept looking at eleven to one. I'm like, dude, best player on the planet. Uh, no one's buying into them, and this is the highest number we'll get all year. But I was so worried about the receivers. But now playoff M MVS is a real thing. Like this dude, back to back games, he makes a great great play when they need them most and this is a team like you yeah. said they're seasoned they're experienced they've been there done that and they're the they're the new dynasty dude and to and to your point about Andy Reid check this out 4 and 0 is the head coach in super bowls in rematches of head coaches in super bowls there you go so 
lot of these sides, two teams know each other. Yeah, a lot of sides pointing to the Chiefs, and they played last year in the regular season, and uh, it was still Jimmy G, and it was the first McCaffrey game, and the Chiefs yeah. won by three possessions. Um, but things have changed. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I look. I'm gonna go into my quick play here. Um, okay, let's get I it. I like Rasheed Rice. Oh, I like Rasheed Rice over six and a half receptions, uh, minus one ten on a lot of books. Um, I think if you've been watching this KC team over the second half of the season into the playoffs, he's an essentially an extension of the run game. Um, Niners play a whole bunch of soft zone coverage. Um, I think he's gonna feast around the line of scrimmage. Um, and then I also, just so you know, I have a correlated play with this. It's plus money. I think you're going to like this. I like Rasheed Rice to lead the game in receptions, plus 220. Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice are, are, have the highest total receptions on the slate, six and a half. Yet Rasheed Rice is plus 220 and Travis Kelsey is plus 170. So I think you're getting some value there uh, on a guy who, like I said, is an extension of the run game. They, they, they love him close to the line of scrimmage. Now, same as Kelsey. I'm not taking anything away. But I just think that there's a massive gap from plus 220 to plus 170 when they have the same number uh, in terms of total receptions. So I'm playing Rasheed Rice over six and a half receptions. And I'm also playing Rasheed Rice most receptions in the game at plus 220. Um, he's gone over six and a half receptions in six of his last nine games. Um, and oh, by the way, in one of those games, he went under, he had six receptions, but he had 125 receiving yards in that game that he went under. So, okay, technically he's under the number, but he was extremely effective in, in that game where he went under. So, um, a little worried about Fred Warner patrolling the middle of the field. That's where Travis Kelsey loves to feast as well. This could be the Rasheed Rice game. Um, so, so, you know, my two plays kind of, you know, one piggybacking off of the other Rasheed Rice over six and a half receptions and then Rasheed Rice, most receptions in the game plus two twenty. To, to what you're saying. And I like what you're saying. 71% of the offensive production has gone through Rice, Kelsey and Pacheco. So it's basically just them three and that's it for the chiefs. And especially through the passing game. Um, I mean, the in the playoffs, it's Rice and Kelsey through the air and then Pacheco on the ground. Like, that's the whole offense. So, I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. And, and it's just so close, and it's just so close to the line of scrimmage, which is, again, that's something bodes well for these high reception numbers where, you know, the, the average depth of target is like less than five yards. Everything is so close to the line of scrimmage. You know, he's averaging, I think, nine targets over those last nine weeks. And so if you convert, you know, more than, you know, you know, like I said, seven or eight of them, you're clearing the number and then potentially, you know, cashing that most receptions in the game uh, prop as well. Is there a scenario where Kelsey has more receiving yards, um, but potentially less receptions than Rasheed Rice? Absolutely. You know, and, and, and so that's why I think there's some value there. So um, I'm all over both of those plays. Um, definitely smash bots for me to say the least. Okay, some player props to get us popping. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm kind of all over the place with mine, and I know you went with. Uh, oh, good. These are uh, wh which category are these? Are these the the four condom, the extra safe plays, or are these? No, I would say those are the one. Those the are, one. I would the say one. that would be just a one. Con that would be a one condom. Okay, that's less than minus one for it. It's in. It's in the kind of all close right. to even money, in, in between even money and, and minus one fifty. It's kind of in that world. Okay, I, I fuck with it. Uh, I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay, mine, mine, piggybacking off what you said, 
uh, the more experienced team. Mahomes now, this is going to be his fourth Super Bowl. We don't think Pat's going to be rattled by anything, but what do you think of this one? Plus 190, Brock Purdy's first pass incomplete. Little, little shakies, little shakies. Look, yeah, that's a zag. That's a zig when everyone's zagging right there. Because everybody, I, I, I've seen so many people, and I think that's a lot of public betters. They are on that, you know, you know, you know, young quarterback. Essential, obviously, his first Super Bowl. Extremely young quarterback. You know, let's get him comfortable. Let's get him in a rhythm. So you're you're, you're zigging when everyone's zagging in the situation. Yeah, and I think he might just be. Uh, a little rattled coming out the gates, bro. And you know, and look, I and and look, it's it's a very volatile play because it, it doesn't mean that he's gonna throw a shitty ball. Maybe it gets dropped. Maybe it's a pass breakup. Maybe it's a batted ball at the line of scrimmage by Chris Jones. But plus one ninety, his first pass incomplete. Do, do a little twenty yeah. spot on that. Nice little twenty. <laughs> well, what if it's a, what if they want to take a, what if they want to, you know, maybe they run the ball on first down and then they want to kind of take a deep play, you know, a deep shot down the field. And to your point, it's an overthrow or whatever, whatever the case may be, you know, I could definitely see that. I like that plus one ninety two Like I'm, I'm with you on that. And I think that's a, that's a super contrarian play where everyone and their mother is going the other way. So I think you're getting some value there on the number two. Oh dude, the perfect um, best, best case scenario is we get like a, Christian McCaffrey, 23-yard run on first down. And then they get the ball to, like, the 40. What's up, play action? Deep shot to Ayuk, incomplete. There we go. There's our plus 190 cash. That's the game script, bro. I got the NFL script. If I was talking to Goodell and them, and they told me that's going to be it. 23 yards for McCaffrey, first place. Uh, First play, he's going to tap his helmet because, you know, he just get one big possession like that. Blew his load early, steps off the field. Play action, Ayuk, incomplete. Plus one ninety cash. Yeah, Legereus need pass breakup. Um, <laughs> those corners are unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I love the Niners wide receivers that I think obviously Kyle Shanahan. I've been taught how long have I been preaching the Kyle Shanahan gospel, right? I've been probably you know that I've been I've been on that bandwagon for a really long time. Extremely creative. He'll scheme his guys open. Um, but talk about two tough corners, McDuffie Sneed. It's going to be tough. Um, it's going to be it, it, it's going to be a lot different. Um, I have a Brock Purdy play here. You okay. Know, to kind of, you know, kind of continue the Brock Purdy train. Does that work for you? Yeah, we'll go back and forth. So um, another one of my favorite plays, Brock Purdy over 10 and a half rushing yards, minus 120. I see it at 11 and a half. I'd probably play it up to 12, 12 and a half. That's just probably as far as I'd go. Um, he just rushed for 48 yards in the NFC title game. Um, seems more decisive in terms of willingness to take off and run. Um, you know, he's does he's trying to eliminate those middle of the field interceptable balls. He's trying to get himself out of those situations. Um, I think you know the deeper you get into the playoffs, the more risk averse you become. Uh, you even take a look at Patrick Mahomes. He, very similar, where he's the kind of quarterback who you find he finds himself you know you know running a lot more. Um, you know, in the playoffs and as the season progresses versus earlier in the year, um, Chiefs blitz and they play a lot of man coverage. And what's a recipe for success when it comes to running quarterbacks? It's those two things right there. Um, If you are a Niners backer and you think the Niners are going to win, consider over two and a half rush attempts because you then get the quarterback kneel 
um, um, a potential value as a rushing attempt. Um, I like Patrick Mahomes over 12 and a half rushing yards. Um, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, longest rush over 12 and a half rushing yards. Um, and, and the reason I'm steering clear of Patrick Mahomes rushing yards is because of that QB kneel at the end of the game. So that's kind of the way that I'm thinking about some of these quarterback rushing totals is um, if I think the team is going to win, maybe consider be maybe consider playing the attempts. Um, and if you, you know, in terms of the losing team, maybe think about playing the yards because, you know, you don't have to worry about those QB kneels. So um, like I mentioned, Purdy over 10 and a half rushing yards, you could play it up to 11 and a half. And then if you're interested in, if you're a Chiefs backer, Patrick Mahomes over 12 and a half rushing yards um, slides less in the playoffs. These guys are willing to maybe take an extra hit to, you know, to, to, to snag a couple extra yards. It's the last game of the season. You know what? You can nurse an injury with that extra Super Bowl trophy in your trophy case. Um, you know, the, the hurt hurts a lot less, um, you know, you know, with the Lombardi trophy. So those are two interesting ways uh, to play the quarterback uh, uh, rushing props. I love it. And you know, it's crazy. You know, one of the all time bad beats in Super Bowl prop history featured this matchup. Mahomes uh, not doing a traditional kneel down kind of ran the back. Scatter back. The, yeah. The scat, yep. Kind of ran back like six, seven yards and that pushed him under his yardage total. And yeah, you're right, dude. It happened. Shit. I remember one time Matt Ryan in a regular season game lost me $6,000 playing daily fantasy because of kneel downs. He did three kneel downs and he lost six yards on the kneel downs. And I went from yep. first place to second place. And the difference was winning $10,000 and then ending up winning $4,000. And it's crazy because like, you know, 4k is 4k, but when you have a chance at 10, you're like, and you because were, and I was, and like, and yeah, like, cause of the kneel down, bro. That's it's corny, but I get it though. I get it. And here's the thing, for reference, last play of the game to be a QB kneel is minus 200. Mm. So the books are already telling you that they expect that the last play of the game will be that kneel. Um, so I'm just trying to – and, again, I, I know I'm a Chiefs backer in this game. You know, I, I believe the Chiefs are going to win this game, so that's why I'm leaning, you know, the way I am. Uh, but, look, I, I think both are, both are interesting plays, whether you go Mahomes, longest rush, or you go Purdy, total rushing yards. I uh, just want to kind of give you a couple different options depending on what team you're backing. Um, yeah, so. Hmm. I like that Your one. Your turn. Okay, my turn. Uh, this one is this one is four condoms. Um, extremely safe. Extremely safe, yeah. Minus 350. Opening kickoff is a touchback. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, the adrenaline as a former... As a former kicker myself, the adrenaline, yeah, indoors, probably put that shit out the back of the end zone. Minus 350. I don't want to use the L word, but I think it's close to it. Close to a locky lock (laughs) bet the house. Bet the house, yeah. So, yeah, no, I I have, uh, yeah, I I can't disagree with you there. Um, That's a big number. What would you say, minus 300? Minus 350. Yeah. the only thing that I'd play close to that number as a straight bet would be a McCaffrey anytime touchdown. Mm. Um, minus 200, 210, 220. Yeah. 220, right? I think, you know, I think that's uh, um, that's something that I'd play straight for sure in terms of just the anytime touchdown score. Well, one um, thing one I thing, have, one I, thing to stay, stay with that, I think what I would do with McCaffrey is because I can't see the Niners winning this game and him not playing well and scoring a touchdown. So I think doing a parlay of McCaffrey anytime with the Niners money line could probably get like yeah. minus one oh five, minus one ten, um, maybe even a plus number, I should say. Yeah. So I much rather I think you'd get a plus number. <clears throat> yeah, I would much rather do that as opposed to taking it on its own. Yeah. Cause like, bro, it's a lot, it's very volatile, right? Like I don't like laying minus two hundred on any time T D scores and when McCaffrey was going crazy this year, you saw like minus 350, minus 400. And look, he ended up scoring in those games anyway, but still, it's just not a, it's not a, a bet that I would make. Yeah. Um, but he, what he, he broke the show. He lost his streak, right? He it was what? 17 straight games more than that. I can't remember the amount of games it was, um, but he, he, he was close to an all time NFL streak in terms of, you know, consecutive, uh, games with a touchdown, it, it, it came to an end this year. Um, but yeah, no, he's uh, he's matchup proof. Um, you know, interestingly enough, I think um, kind of just like quickly pivoting back to Brock Purdy in terms of Christian McCaffrey, I think McCaffrey's ability to kind of operate in the short passing game draws so many eyeballs and so much attention in terms of that short passing game from the defense. That's one of the reasons why I am even higher kind of on some of these pretty rushing attempts and, and rushing yards simply because McCaff- everyone knows where McCaffrey is at all times. And some of that underneath stuff, um, you know, they're spending a little bit more, you know, you know, you know, time on, and, and they're really focusing in on him a little bit more, um, which would kind of alleviate some of that Brock Purdy stuff. But um, no, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm with you. Minus 300 on, on that, that kickoff. It's going right out of the end zone. It's in a dome. Um, yeah. That's a, that's a smash. I have I have a I have a long shot here that is somewhat related to the kicking game if I could give it to you. Yeah, let's get it. Where, what what category? Is this no 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 rubbers or is it right below a couple? This is this is the longest shot I had. This is 26 to 1. Whoa, dude, what happened? Where where's this is a new Impy, guys? Cuz if he don't Impy yeah. is the king of putting a 19 leg parlay that pays minus 107. That's where the four condom betting originated. So for me to hear 26 to one, it's wild. Yeah. Um, this is a fan duel special. Okay. Each team to score a touchdown and a field goal in each half. 26 to one. Um, wow. Okay. 
tw- yeah, twenty six to one each team to score one touchdown and one field goal in each, each half. Um, controlled environment indoors is something that I think really plays to the advantage of the kicker in this situation. I also think the Niners and Shanahan are generally speaking considered a very conservative team. You know, they, they, you know, one could argue they are a little too conservative, especially with the lead Um, young quarterback, obviously making his first Super Bowl appearance. Um, Like I said, the side I am most worried about in this situation could be the Niners um, because I do think the Chiefs are going to be able to move the wall. I do think the Niners will as well. Um, The Chiefs are a little bit uh, uh, more prone to take a risk and obviously go for it on some of these fourth downs. Um, But but I think with with, with a game with with such a close spread um, within a field goal, um, I think it's going to be a close game. So I can see teams taking points. um, And as I mentioned, in kind of this controlled environment indoors, I, I just really like that number 26 to one, um, you know, in a situation where I think both teams are going to be able to move the ball. Um, so yeah, 26 to one, each team to score a touchdown and a field goal in each half. Wow. I like that. I fuck with that a lot. I'm definitely going to have to drive out to Arizona to put that bet in brother, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's crazy by the way. Yeah. Bro. It's so wild. When I first moved out here, dude, I was talking to my mom. I hit her up and I was like, Hey, I want you to make a couple bets for me. And she calls me. She goes, why am I making bets for you? You're in fucking Vegas. I was like, that's exactly why you're making bets for me. This is the worst place on the planet for mobile betting, bro. Who would have thought that the, 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 they the Disneyland it. of sports betting is Las Vegas, Nevada, and it's the worst place for mobile betting. It's terrible, and you can't, you know, they they made it. Yeah, they made it easier for everybody else except for the people there. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty rough. Okay, now now we're gonna get into the funny, the the goodies. We're gonna get into the goodies because I have I have a couple of good ones, and I got a couple that I really really like. Staying with your uh sort of each half right? Like doing something each half. Dude, I've been, I've been a big fan of this type of bet in soccer a lot. Double, double result. First half and then game to end, you know, Um, you can get some really big numbers in those markets, especially in soccer where, you know, you take one team to be winning at halftime and the other team to come back. You can get like 25, 30, 40 to ones on those. Um, I kind of blindly bet those in every group stage game in soccer during major tournaments, bro. You know who cashed a lot of these during the regular season? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh to lose the halftime and then win 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 the second half and win the game. Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, the, the the kings of that this regular season. Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to uh, – um, it, it was something so noticeable, and so I wanted to call it out. Yeah, nah, Pittsburgh for sure would always come back because he'd start so slow in games, and then Kenny Pickett would just, like, do some wild shit at the end. It was always – yeah, you're right. Now that I think about it, I never I never thought about it. In, 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 in the NFL standpoint, I never really touched this bet, but I always find it fascinating. So, like, the one that I like, and full disclosure, I've made this bet already. 19 to 1 and a 20 to 1. Tie game at halftime and then either team to win the game in regulation. So as long as it's tied at halftime, bro, I'm holding a 19 to one if it's the Niners and a 20 to one if it's Kansas City. So if the game is 10-10 or 13-13 at halftime, oh, I am through the moon. And listen, I know you're a hedge guy. You like to hedge sometimes. Overtime, 12 to one. 
Because if it goes into overtime, I technically lose that bet because it's uh, first I see half what you're saying. Yep. and then second half. If it goes into, oh, this is a regulation bet only. And I've made this tie game at halftime. So it's two bets. I just made it because I don't want to take yep. a tie. And another thing, staying with this theme, right? The reason why I took halftime Chiefs, halftime Niners is the same exact analogy and the same exact theory I have for first TD score. If you like first TD score, there is nothing more frustrating and there's nothing worse than being on the right player to score the first touchdown. But the other team gets the ball first, right? So you can do one of two things. You could bet the dude to score the first touchdown for his team. Or what I like doing is I'll take last year. I took AJ Brown and then I took Travis Kelsey first TD score. One on each side. One on each side. Cause then if, if Philly gets the ball first and I only bet Kelsey, I'm not going to be like, fuck, man, there goes that one. You know what I mean? So, like, I yeah. kind of like having a dog on each side, especially for first TD score. But, yeah, my one of my favorite bets that I made is the game to be tied at halftime, and then I took both teams imp, plus 1,900 for the Niners, plus 20 to 1, uh, 20 to 1 for Kansas City. I like it. I like it. Um I'm trying to figure out where to go next because I have – how about this? I'll give you the numbers and you tell me which – without knowing what the bet is, I'll give you the number and you tell me which one you want. Okay. All right, so I have one at plus 600 and then I have one for plus 400, which is unlike me. Give me plus 400. Mahomes, anytime touchdown score. Ooh. Um you can get it at 400 if you look. I think it's going to close around, could be closer to plus 300. Um, so I think you're getting some value now at plus 400 if you look for it. Um, but what I like about this is, you know, call me crazy, but I think there's a couple of different ways for this bet to cash. Um, obviously, the most the, the most common scenario would be some type of a quarterback rush from the four-yard line, the six-yard line, whatever it is, right? Some some form of a Mahomes scramble into the end zone. You obviously have the element of a, a potential tush push, or you know, you know, uh, fr- you know, from the goal line, some type of a quarterback sneak. But um, we know Andy Reid is creative. Um, we know Kelsey's thrown the ball before. There's a there's a court there's a uh, I think someone on the Chiefs played quarterback in college. One of the tight ends. Um, who knows, you know, how creative they can get down the goal line. Maybe Mahomes catches a touchdown. Um, I just think there's a couple of different unique ways this bet could cash. Um, I, love, I love Mahomes anytime touchdown score plus 400. They do run them more, like you were saying before. Come playoff time, they kind of let him go crazy. Yeah. Plus 400, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's him doing that. You know, I just think, you know, it, you know, it's the end of the season. This is what we're playing for. Like, I just think it's him kind of tucking and running, uh, you know, in a situation. And I also think Mahomes, you know, say what you want. Like, I think, you know, as good as he is, right, I think he's developed and he's grown as a quarterback where it it, it, it now seems like he doesn't necessarily have to kind of take the game over and be magic Mahomes, scramble around, you know, you know, I, he essentially, you know, you can make the argument, you know, that's one of the reasons why they lost that game against the Bengals in the playoffs, um, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. So 
Um, I don't know. I just I, I, I think that he's kind of really maturing and he's kind of hitting another point in his career where he understands he can let the defense win the game. He can let the running game win the game. He doesn't have to be magic man and he doesn't kind of have to take these games over. Um, you know, he can win the game with his, um, you know, you know, making the right decisions and not just kind of winning the game with his arm. Um, so, again, a lot of this kind of quarterback run. Um, it's kind of, you know, one of my themes for the Super Bowl. And, you know, and, you know, Mahomes anytime touchdown you know, kind of fills that, fills that void. So Mahomes, anytime touchdown, plus 400, book that. Mm. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, last year he, he broke the Eagles back with that long run that he had. So he does get up and yeah. scoot, as everyone says. Uh, what do you think of this one? Plus 650, game ends on three. So ends by a field goal either way. Close game. You know? 27, 24, I mean, 20, you know, 20. It's sitting at two 20. and a half. Yeah. It's sitting at two and a half. It's it's asking, you know, it's asking for that in, in one way. So, so plus, um, plus 650, that was one that jumped out to me. Uh, there's some sports books where this is going to get funky and interesting, especially when they got to grade these. First pass for Kelsey over the middle and under nine yards plus 425. Oh, that's going to be so difficult to grade. And you already know Twitter is going to be flipping out yeah. one way or the other. He's right? going to catch like a seven-yard pass on the hash mark, and then it's going to be a fucking zoo. <laughs> and I'm surprised There's that nothing worse. I'm surprised that these sports books are offering that too because we've talked about this in the yeah. past. Like one of the reasons why some of these exotic props, like how many times is Taylor Swift going to be shown on TV? Those are pretty subjective, right? Like. Yeah. Is is Taylor Swift in the shot if this is Taylor? Yeah. And we know and we know that's her arm or does it need to be like she's acknowledged of her face, that, a frontal. Yeah. So, those are all subjective. I had my headset yeah. come off when I was trying to make that demonstration if you're watching this on YouTube. But uh yeah, so like those those are pretty subjective, right? And this one I feel like could be playing with people's emotions and subjectivity. I couldn't agree with you more. This is actually one of the reasons why I stay away from assist props in the NBA. Mm. Because I'm tired of, you know, you know, waiting for stat corrections and, and kind of tweeting at the NBA. I mean, I all jokes aside, I don't really do that. But I see what gambling Twitter looks like. I see what kind of the betting community, um, and rightfully so, right? Like, you know, it's clear, you know, you go by the NBA definitions of what an assist is and it's clear, you know, you can look at a highlight 27 times and it's clear that's an assist. Um, but when it's kind of, you know, when there's a gray area in, in regards to the stat, I do tend to shy away um, from, from those plays. Um, and this kind of seems like it's kind of up that alley in terms of there's a gray area, can't definitively say, you know, if it's one way or the other, Um so I, I couldn't agree with you more. That's a little, uh, is that an offshore book or is that a, a legit book? DraftKings. Oh, yeah. So damn. Crazy, right? I mean, they just want their cat. That's yeah. just casual Taylor Swift money right there. Um, damn. Yo, what, right. do you, what do you think? Of, real quick, this isn't one of mine, but just curious. Travis Kelsey plus 190 to propose after the game. Thoughts? No. I mean, so here's the thing, but plus one ninety. Yeah, that he proposes. No, I need like thirty to one. Like, really? Because here's the thing: is he proposing? Is he proposing off a loss, 
or is he only propose if they win? Ooh, man. Yeah, probably off a win. Also, is there a guarantee she's even going to be there? She's going to be performing in Japan like ten hours before. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain she'll be there. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, she yeah. was there for we did a random whole Monday night football game against. Yeah, we yeah, did a whole yeah, breakdown yeah. on the Super Bowl storylines. There's like, there's like a roadmap, bro. And shout out to Bro Bible. They actually posted this shit, and I was fucking super hyped about it. Uh, big ups to Bro Bible that they they heard that and they posted that. But, um, so they're they're a day ahead, right? So like, yeah. she has a sixteen hour window to get to Vegas and then she doesn't have to go to her world tour until Friday. So she has a couple of days to like chill and then maybe go to Disney world on Tuesday, brother, brother, you know, I'm holding a 60 to one for Travis Kelsey gave it out on the show at 85 to one shout out to the members of, uh, you know, all you legends, whether you're in the discord, where you're in the Patreon and people just tweeting and hitting us up that, you know, they made that bet. Now he's 12 to one. He's the most heavily wagered guy to win it. Also, like that upsets me now, but I'm holding a 60 to one. Others are holding 85 to one. Now he's 10 to 12 to one. So I'm not too mad about that. I basically got the same is odds he, as like Chris Jones to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Is he the only non quarterback that you'd play for, for MVP or would you consider McCaffrey on the Niners end? Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's, I, I think it's either the two quarterbacks or one of those two guys, because it's the Cooper Cup thing. Remember Cooper Cup a couple of years ago? I was on yeah. Cooper Cup because I felt like those that guy, especially the year that he was having, he was the MVP of that team. Why can't he be the MVP in that game? He was plus 650. Kind of the same approach here with Travis Kelsey. Like, dude, the Chiefs are not your the the old Chiefs dropping 30 a game anymore. They're dropping like, you know, nope. 21 to 24. So if Travis Kelsey has the kind of game where he goes out there and he catches 10 for 120 and a touchdown and they win 17-13. I think it's possible. And, it, like, Mahomes throws two touchdowns, but one of them is to Kelsey. I think, like, yeah, in that game, like, he was the MVP in the, the Ravens game. Yeah. So, like, that's why I think that's why you play the numbers there. And then for McCaffrey, I think he's been the – I think he was the MVP of the league, truthfully. Um, yeah. So – yeah, plus 475 from McCaffrey and then Kelsey 12 to 1. Those are the only other two guys that I would bet outside of the quarterbacks. I have a I, I wouldn't hate you if you sprinkled something on Debo. Mm. And and reason being uh he's um heavily um um heavily utilized in the running game in big games, um in in, in massive uh, regular season games and playoff games. Um you know, we we've seen kind of the pitches that they've run for him in straight kind of like single back formations. They they just involve him, you know, even more than your traditional wide receiver. Um, so, is there a scenario where maybe he has eighty receiving yards, fifty rushing yards, and two touchdowns? You know, maybe he breaks a long run, scores a touchdown, and then for whatever reason, maybe he catches a touchdown pass, two two scrimmage touchdowns. You know, maybe close to. 125 all-purpose, maybe all, you know, maybe, you know, around 120 to 150 all-purpose yards, two touchdowns. I, I can see that. And at that number where you're getting in some books plus two, you know, you know, you know, you know, uh, plus uh, 25 to one, um, that's something that I, that I think I'd sprinkle on. But again, just a sprinkle, nothing too crazy. Yeah, man. Look, two of the last five Super Bowl MVPs have been wide receivers. 
And my, my thing is I'm just not going to bet the quarterback to win it. Um, and I've been on the two receivers that ended up winning it. It was Edelman in 2018, 25 to 1, and then Cooper yeah. Cup plus 600 in, in the Rams-Bengals Super Bowl. Um, and also I had given out T. Higgins, too, who had 100 yards and two touchdowns. If the Bengals win that game, he's probably the MVP. So to me, it's, yeah, Debo. And, yo, you have to, you have to take a guy that you've seen have a monster game. Right, yeah. like taking a a flyer on like Noah Gray is dumb. Like you need to take a yeah. if you're gonna take a flyer, like yeah, Debo if he could have a Philly game. Remember what he did to Philly, bro? Three touchdowns, just fucking when, when nuts had a had a game altering play where he broke all those tackles. Like yeah, you need to have a guy that has shown he could take over a game. Like Brandon Ayuk, I think is also interesting too. I think he's another interesting one. But you know, I know I know we're going down many different ways. I do like Debo. Um, I think there are definitely more options on the 49ers than there are on the Chiefs. Um, you know, my dad called me and he said he wanted $50 on Carl Laftis, 100 to 1. He's like, oh, he's Greek. <laughs> he's like, he's Greek. Why not? Fame. You know what I'm saying? Yasu. I mean, yeah, what? Like, we need a strip sack, force fumble, interception. Yeah, like yeah. We need, you know, like Von Miller. Von Miller had a strip sack fumble. In the recovery when the game was close, you need it to be like a a 14 10, 17 10 kind of game. You know, if it's fireworks, it's not going to go to one of them. But yeah, Carl Laftis 101 only because he's Greek. That's the handicap. Take that. Take that for a handicap. Yeah, I mean, just kind of looking at some of these numbers, you get Bosa's hovering around anywhere from 75 to 1 to 100 to 1. Um, so, you know, in, in that same vein of some type of a pass rusher multiple sacks, maybe some type of a, you know, forced fumble, something like that. Yeah, I, I see where you're going with that. And I do agree. The Niners, um, I do think, have more options from that perspective. And, 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 and look, even though I'm not on that side, they are the betting favorites to win the game. So right. um, you do have that to kind of play to your advantage. Um, I have a – I have, uh, you know, a, somewhat of a unique prop, plus okay. 600. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to um, mention that you definitely had one more. It was the plus 600 you haven't gotten to. Um, McCaffrey, Debo, and Travis Kelsey to combine for four touchdowns plus six hundred. Um, you could, in theory, play all three of these guys to score a touchdown anytime touchdown score parlay, and it probably it, it, it's not probably it would pay out in the six twenty five to six fifty range if you were to just play them straight. But I do think um, um, this is this actually maybe a little bit of a safer bet in the sense that. Um, if one of them doesn't score and two of them score two each, you hit your bet, right? So um, CMC, two touchdowns and two – CMC has two-plus touchdowns in two straight games. Kelsey has three touchdowns over his last two games. Um, we, we've kind of touched on Debo. He's scored, he's scored multiple touchdowns in a couple – in a game this season, and he's done it before historically. Um, we know that he loves to feed them in big spots. Um, so I don't know. I, I saw it on FanDuel. Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, and again, you could consider just playing them individually um, for a slightly higher payout, but I do think this is a little bit more of the safer version of the of the bet. McCaffrey, Debo, Kelsey combined for four plus touchdowns plus six hundred. Yeah, because you can you can get shit. McCaffrey has scored four touchdowns in a game. Uh, <laughs> that that would definitely help his MVP case. But yeah, you don't need all three of them to score. 
Um, yeah, yeah, if you if you bet them individually, the here's the thing: if you bet them individually, you get plus six twenty five, and that's for them to just score a touchdown each. So here in this each. one, you could get Debo and Kelsey to score two touchdowns each, and then you know McCaffrey don't get in one, and you still hit your bet on this one. So yeah, man, look, there, there's there's so many of these combinations that you can make. That's what makes the Super Bowl so fascinating. Yeah. Uh, remember we were watching the Bengals Rams game together, bro, and I did that alternate bet, and I hit all of them, and I had Rams minus nine and a half, and I had Bengals plus ten and a half, and on the last drive, Joe Burrow gets the ball, and I turn to you and I go, bro, if the Rams get like a pick six, I'm winning thirty eight thousand dollars, and then the first play he throws the out route to Jamar Chase, and like Ramsey Ramsey makes the tackle, but before that he like stumbles, or else it might have been house, bro, ah. Good times. Good times. That was a good Super Bowl. Definitely cleaned up on that one. Um, all right. I got a couple. This one we got to play, bro, for the brand. Okay. 20 to 1. The Great Girl Parlay. <laughs> Hold on. Is it Juice Check? Juice Check? Um, McCaffrey. And Travis Kelsey. Auto score touchdowns. Wow. 20 to 1. Great girl parlay, bro. Like Juice Check's wife is his wife, right? She just yeah. got licensed by the NFL to make Yeah, that she makes clothing. all those dope-ass, like, fits that she does. Like, Taylor Lautner's worn one. Obviously, Taylor Swift, Mahomes' wife, Brittany, uh, Olivia Culpo, mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore of the GG. She's worn one also. So, like, yeah, she got the licensing agreement. And look, how about this one? How about this one? 20 to 1, bro. 20 to 1 anytime, TD. And then we'll end the show with this because uh, I kind of wanted to do like a rapid fire with you. Um, and it's been so fucking dope having you on, man. I know people are going to go crazy and they're going to be hyped as hell to have you on. But uh, I kind of want to do a rapid fire. Uh, we'll do uh, any time. Do you have any more? I'm sorry. Do you have any others? I have one more. Okay, okay. So let's, straight bet. Okay, let's do that one. I have one more straight bet. Okay. And then, um, I, and then I actually have one more that's like kind of wacky and all over the place. It's fifty to one, okay. but uh, go ahead. It's so crazy how like I'm turning into like this cool straight better, and you're kind of off on these crazy, you know, you know, long shots, and we've kind of thrown those seven Condon bets out the door. <laughs> um, I'm, pr- I'm I'm proud of my professional development. Let's go. Um, I, look, last two straight bets. Um, as I forgot, I had. Uh, you know what? I'll save that last one. Pacheco over 65 and a half rushing yards. It's minus 120. Um, he's gone over, I think, 64. He's gone over 65 in his last four. Um, he's gone over his number in the last four games. 24 attempts, 15 attempts, 24 attempts, 18 attempts over his last four games. Um, even when the running game isn't working, they're still committed to it, which I think is important. Um, he's going to get the volume. Um, he can break one. If he breaks a 40 yard rush, you pretty much cashed your ticket. Um, but again, like I said, I think it's really important to note that even in the event and even in these scenarios where the running running game is not working, they are still pounding the ball. Um, it's a different chief's team. This is not the chief's team who can, you know, come back from being down 10. Um, this is, this is just not the same team. Um, they're much more committed to the run, uh, clock management, not making mistakes, um, so I just really love Pacheco. He gets essentially an extra week of rest. He had the bad shoulder. He played last week. Um, 
you know, he, he, so like I said, they gave him the ball 24 times on a bad shoulder, more time to rest, more time to prepare. Um, I think it's a smash spot for Pacheco here too. So um, that's just my, you know, just like in terms of my last player prop, um, really, really love the Pacheco spot here. Yeah, he's been a dog, bro. Like he came on last year towards the end of the season and then in the playoffs, and now he's their feature back. And shout out to yeah. the Scarlet Knights over at Rutgers, one of Rutgers' very own. Uh, getting it in seventh also, round pick, man. Yeah, and also where's number ten? So you know he's real as shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. And then I have a, I have a, and then I have a, the, the, you know, my winner of the game. I just think Chiefs plus two and a half. Mm. Best, better defense, better coach, better quarterback. Andy Reid off a bye. You know, even in the event that they lose the game, you still have two and a half points. Um, it's at minus 115. I just, uh, you know, this Niners defense hasn't been the same uh, since Hufunga was hurt, I think, in November. I think at this point, the yeah. safety on the Niners. Yep, Such yep. a big loss. People aren't aren't, aren't taking that into consideration. Um, Niners have given up 770 total yards over their last two games. Um, this is just not the same defense. I'm not impressed with the pass rush. Um, and so... I don't know. I just think this is a cheap spot. Take the I would take the points. You can obviously, you know, you know, snag them at money line plus one twenty, plus one oh five, something like that. But I'd rather just take the, you know, take the two and a half and, and then pay a little bit of the VIG at minus one fifteen. Um, and that's my last play of the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. I will say that Super Bowl history, the team that wins. The last 30 Super Bowls, the team that has won has covered mm-hmm. its spread 28 to 2. Meaning, if it's an underdog, they win outright, essentially covering the spread, and the favorites cover the spread. There was okay. one in the early 2000s. I don't have it in front of me because my laptop kind of just like went crazy and I lost internet service. The other one was the Bengals and Rams. The Rams won, but they didn't cover. So besides that, okay. the winning team usually covers. So if you do think the the Chiefs win, um, I would play the money line, and that's what I did. I actually bet it the night when they when they put the matchup up plus one fifteen. I bet I bet the Chiefs money line. That was my first and uh, only only bet on like the game aspect. Uh, everything else has been just fun props, and I'll end I'll end with this one. Fifty to one. <laughs> shout out to the shout out to the tight ends. Shout out to the tight ends. Travis Kelsey to score the first touchdown. George Kittle to score the second touchdown of the game. Forty-five to one. I like it. Is that one of those featured, or did you put it's that a, together? It's Sorry a, if you it's said. a no. It's a featured. It's a okay. featured. And now, like, look yeah. to to your point. You can also what you could do is Kelsey to score the first touchdown and then play Kittle to score anytime, you can get 20 to one on that and parlay okay. it. But mine is the first touchdown of the game and then the second touchdown of the game playing it that way. Um, and that's my last like real long, long shot. Let's wrap the show with this. We'll do a first TD score, an anytime TD score, and then we'll do an MVP. All right, let me pull up. Let me pull up live numbers. Give me thirty seconds. Yeah, well, you do, you do your go thing. First, I'll, by I'll, all means. I'll go first. I'll go first, and 
this one is wacky. Uh, and I'm gonna get look. I'm gonna give you two. I'm gonna give you one that's like you know one condom sex, and then the other one that's like raw, like Monday night. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. First touchdown of the game, Travis Kelsey plus 800. First touchdown yep. of the game, 40 to one, Kyle Juszczyk. Who scored a touchdown, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, in the last time these two played in the Super Bowl. Did he? I'm almost pop. Yo, I swear I'm almost positive. Yo, hold on. Look that up. Look that up because my laptop just acted up. Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. Okay, I got it back. 31 to 20. Uh, Yeah, he did. He did. Juice check. Three receptions, 39 yards. I knew it. And you want to know why I knew it? Because I bet it. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, I needed to triple check. I wasn't 100% sure because that was like when I would consider myself an intern. Like I wasn't even like knowledgeable in any way, shape, or form. But somehow I cashed that bet. And really quickly, you know, another bet that I cashed, first score to be a Niners field goal was a bet that I hit that game too. Wow. Yo, and check this out, right? Mahomes scored the first touchdown in that game. Juszczyk scored the first touchdown for the Niners. You could get that at 25 to 1 for him to be the first TD scorer for his team. Which is going back to what I said before, right? Like, I just gave you guys an example of what I'm betting. I bet Travis Kelsey first TD score, and then I also bet Travis Kelsey first Chiefs TD score, and then I bet Kyle Juszczyk first game score, and then first Niners TD score. Because I don't want it to happen to you guys, what's happened to me in the past, where I'm on the right player, and I end up losing my bet because of a fucking coin toss. <laughs> so that's yeah. why it's it's important to try to sprinkle on all these different numbers and these different scenarios. So those are my two uh, anytime TD scores. Uh, sorry, first TD scores. Yeah. Okay, what do you got? I mean, I... I like that. I mean, I, I will just kind of keep it, you know, I, I love Debo. I, I, you know, you can get Debo, you know, depending on what book you're looking at, you know, close to 10 to one odds. And I think for a guy who they use him in the run game, they use him in the past game, he can break a big play um, in terms of just kind of, you know, touchdown versatility and, and just kind of his ability to, to kind of be involved in, in, in multiple different ways um, at 10 to one. Um, I do think um, that would be kind of my favorite look in terms of a uh, first touchdown score for sure. Okay, let's go to any time TD score. <sighs> you kind of gave one before in Mahomes. You want to stick with that? I did. I, I you, yeah, Pope, you you snag. Give me one more of yours. Um, give me give me one of yours, and I, and I, and I'll give you one more as well. Hmm. I like Ayuk. Plus 155. What's interesting about Ayuk is if, you know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at all the books. There's not much, there's not much difference between, you know, one book to the next, you know, you you got one plus 155 and then plus 130 is generally the, you know, the range, the the amount of air, the range, the amount of variance you have. So um, I like that. But, yo, it's important. What we always talk about, you got to shop the lines, right? Because you want to bet this at plus 155, not at plus 130. So Especially if these are all straight bets, which most of these are. I mean, unless you're throwing an anytime touchdown score into, like, you know, a seven-leg, you know, same-game parlay, then that's completely different. I understand if you want to just use one book over the other. But if you're playing these as straights, 
you know, don't take advantage of some of these, um, you know, new user deposit bonuses. Everyone's going to run some type of a Super Bowl bonus, some type of, you know, if you've never, you know, I, you know, if you've never used the points bet or if you've never used the bet MGM, you know, you know, utilize that now. If you've never used the Caesars, you've never used the win bet, shout out win bet, you know, use these, you know, you know, use these deposit bonuses and really kind of play them to your advantage. Shop the lines. You can look on the internet. Literally, you can look up which books have the best odds in terms of what you're trying to play. So, you know, don't be lazy. Don't be a lazy better um, because there's some drastic differences depending on the number. Um, depending on the sports book, you'll get a different number. So um, that's a little piece of advice for sure. Hell yeah, man. You're harping on things that we've spoke about in the past, and I'm glad you remember them because I, I reiterate this shit on this show too all the time. Like when people ask me how many sports books I have, I go all of them. All of them. And it doesn't yeah. mean that I'm making the same bet on all of them. No, but if I'm looking at a prop, I'm going to look to find the best number. So anytime touchdown score, I'll open up all the apps before I put my bet in. And I look, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to put this at Circa because they're giving me plus 160. The first app I open up yeah. might be Win, and that's plus 125. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to bet it at the best number. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I would just go, you know, other than the Mahomes bet, which I love, I would probably, and this is a little chalky, of course, but I do think it's Pacheco. You can get it close to close minus 130, which isn't a horrible bet. At four touchdowns in his last four games, like I said, this is a completely different Chiefs team. Um, if there are, you know, extra set of eyeballs on Kelsey down by the goal line, um, you know, I, I love Pacheco as a player, just a hard runner. Um you know, he is a, the running game is a massive focal point of, the, of, of what they do. And so I just think, um, you know, I think he'll have a lot of opportunity. Um, so I, I would play Pacheco somewhat close to even money. Like I said, minus 130. It's not the great. It is a little juicy, but, um, you know, I, I think in terms of value, call me crazy. I think I'd, I'd prefer to play Pacheco at a minus 130 than a McCaffrey at a minus 225. Something like that. I think if I'm playing them straight. Um, because ultimately, I do think um, they have similar outcomes in terms of their ability to score touchdowns. So um, that's where I lean a Pacheco in terms of just a straight anytime touchdown score. I love it. I love it, especially down by the red zone. Why not? And yeah. at the goal line, for sure. Okay, MVP. Give me give me one that you think and then one that you would gamble on. Like I said, Carl Laftis, um, just because he's Greek, that's I'm the gonna... handicap. I'm I, I'm gonna go with with Kelsey. I think you said propose. What if he retires? Oh, yeah. You know, I I I think he's more likely to retire than propose. Than propose, like to be straight up. Um, but yo, don't you, you think know, like, like you know, bro? How many times have we seen sub celebrity marriages kind of shotgunned? Not saying that she's pregnant or anything, but like. Just in the sense of, yo, they just started dating and then three months later they're married? <laughs> they're engaged? Like, what the hell? So, and apparently this goes back to like September, October that they, they've been, you know, like, who knows, bro? Every vacation I go on, I fall in love immediately. So what, what, <laughs> no, Travis Kelsey here's got my, Taylor. Here's my perspective on that. Yeah, they've been together for however many months, but when you take into consideration this is like some dr phil shit here so um but when you oh some oprah shit right here we go uh how long have they been together you want to call it um uh, maybe the full whole football season or a little less yeah when did you when did this start what i i, I would say like october 
All right. Here's the thing. They're both mega massive stars. So they're not spending as much time with each other as the traditional couple, um, you know, at this age would, right? They're not, you know, she's on tour. He's traveling everywhere week by week playing different games. They're not spending that time together. Um, so I don't think he's proposing. It's way too soon. You know, it's different if maybe, you know, you know, they're not on tour. And like I said, traveling to different cities every week for football games. Um, I think you need to take that time. It's not the duration of the relationship. It's the duration of the relationship in which they're spending time together, which is definitely not that much. So, um, no, is a lot. I don't know. That's just my, <laughs> that's what I got out of that. That's a good breakdown. Yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Dr. M. The, I'm just saying, there's no way, you know, like how many like sleepovers have they had already? Probably not many. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm with you though. In terms of like somewhat of a long shot MVP, um, if you even want to call seven, you know, I see twelve to one, seventeen to one for Kelsey. Um, I like that a lot. Um, and then did you want someone straight for MVP? Because I I can see. You know, I think we touched on this before, like a McCaffrey, you know, similar to a Debo in the sense of obviously he's heavily, heavily utilized in the run and the pass game. I, without a doubt, I can see him scoring two touchdowns. You know, I think his combined all-purpose yards is somewhere around the 140 range because I think it's like yeah, – I think his rushing total is like 89, 90 yards, and I think his receiving total is somewhere in the low 30s. So if he can somehow get to like 150 all-purpose yards, two touchdowns, um, you know – I can see them without a doubt, you know, you know, you know, the voters and, 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 and those powers be, um, you know, give CMC some love for sure. Dude, I'm surprised knowing you and this is how I know you've matured and changed <laughs> that you haven't given us any Elijah Mitchell anytime touchdowns. If, yo, McCaffrey might get hurt, bro. That's a breakdown. How about this one, though? On a serious <laughs> note, right? On a serious note, last touchdown of the game, Elijah Mitchell, 33 to one. Yeah, I love he that. He scored the last touchdown of the game in the last game. Was it because McCaffrey was a little dinged up, or did it, I can't remember? It's yeah, because he was dinged up, right? McCaffrey got dinged up. Yeah. What if you did McCaffrey first touchdown, Elijah Mitchell last touchdown? Oof. Let's see. <laughs> I don't even know what that would pay. A hundred, a hundred and thirty-one to one. Yeah, because you know this is kind of whether they're blowing them out. Right. Well, here's the thing. If they're blowing the team out, they would probably still give the ball to McCaffrey to maybe because in this scenario, if they're blowing them out, maybe he's, you know, near some type of Super Bowl record or I'm not really sure. I don't actually know. I don't even actually know how to handle a Super Bowl blowout. They would take the starters out in the advent either way. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, right? I don't okay, know. That's so a great yeah, question. Man. Great question. But hopefully not, man, because then that means that's a good game. Yeah. Dude, this was fun. We got to wrap this it up. Fun. We got to wrap it up. Um, the chemistry is on point as always. It was great to hear from you. Always. Great to see you. I know people are going to be excited to uh, reach out to you and have you on the show. Uh, thanks again, man, for your Let's time. Let the people know where your social media is at. Uh, first name, Anthony, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y. E, middle initial, last name, I-M-P-A-S-T-A-T-O. At Instagram, on Twitter. Hit me up. Send me some bets. Let's make this work. You're the fucking man, bro. Let's go. At Nick Day is 10 as you can find me. All things Veterans Minimum or at Veterans Minimum. Check out the Tia Lopez episode if you didn't last week. Check out Super Bowl storylines if you didn't check that out last week. 
We got two more episodes coming this week. We'll catch you guys next time. I'm a gold medalist, bronze like your medalist. So many deer in headlights, but it's bedtime. Hear that supper bell, main course, beat of venison. Zab. Most dangerous game. Either kill or be killed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.